Hello there, this is Dan. Quick preamble here. This episode deals with a discussion of three particular movies, The Poseidon Adventure, Jaws and Aliens. I just want to mention right at the start that if you haven't seen The Poseidon Adventure, and perhaps you haven't as I guess you're a horror fan and it isn't really considered a horror film but we thought it would be interesting to talk about, you might want to skip that section as we do give some spoilers for the movie. I will put time codes in the show notes so you know to, um, where to skip from and to. Um, also, I'd just like to mention that Stella talks about the book Hammer and Beyond in the main episode. And I've now bought it and started reading it and it's great. So there's a recommendation for you. Um, I'll hand over to our past selves in a moment for the full discussion. And just to mention... One of the movies we talk about we did feel that we could say more about so we are going to soon be releasing an episode focusing exactly on that movie. Possibly very soon so keep your eyes open. Alright, enjoy everybody. starts. Hello dear listener and welcome back to the podcast in which we talk about horror. <laughs> Sometimes we talk about other things and quite frequently we swear. I am delighted after one episode away from the podcast to be back this week and joined by all three of my wonderful regular co-hosts. So firstly we have Dr. Stella Gaynor. Hello. Hello Stella. You all right? Oh, I'm delighted. It's wonderful to be back here to see you. Then, of course, we have Kirsty Warrow. Hello, Kirsty. Hello. Bless you. It was very low. Hello. Hello. That Hello. was that was very stylish. It was. And last but not least, we have Ian Winterton. Hello, Ian. Hello, Dan. And dear listener, as uh, Ian just suggested, I am Dan. I go under the <laughs> name of T.D. Velasquez, but you're always free to call me Dan. Welcome to our show. Um, this week, our theme is another question of horror. What is horror? Before we get on to the question, though, we have a little bit of news that we'd like to talk about. Stella, do you mind if I hand it over to you for this? Yes. So... Um... Anyone who's studied horror will have probably come across books by Peter Hutchings. Um, Peter sadly died uh, a couple of years back now, and his one of his seminal books, uh, Hammer and Beyond, has been re-released with a foreword written by the wonderful and very amusing Johnny Walker. And it is available through Manchester University Press, and it's on sale for only a tenner. So we're going to put a link in the show notes, and you can pick up Hammer and Beyond, the new version with the foreword from uh, Johnny Walker and it's a fantastic read if you like Hammer films any sort of horror scholarship then it's uh, it's fantastic so grab it that's superb I'm definitely going to be getting a copy of that fantastic definitely uh, that's 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 great news um, and that link will be in there so before we get on to the main question how are you all doing 
Good. <laughs> in what? In words of one syllable or less. <laughs> one syllable or less. Well, that's what I got. Mine would be shh. <laughs> oh dear. Oh no. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> You've been in a library. Sadly not. Well, under those circumstances, I'm especially grateful that you're joining us, Kirsty. Bless you for giving us your time. I feel like I've been on holiday because. For a few days, all I've been doing is painting a wall um, and listening to podcasts. And it's been <laughs> been like the best break of a fair. Doing the school run and then painting, doing basically just painting. We had the plaster with it. And basically oh, painting, right. painting. Not community service. No, <laughs> not community service. I was going to say, no. what kind of holidays do you go on that painting a wall is the thing that you do? It's just so relaxing. With Mr. Miyagi. I, I've probably forgotten how to write. But um, it's been so nice not switching the computer on. But just I've, I've listened to all of the uh, Catherine Bray's um, Tolkien. I've listened mm. to my history mm. podcasts. I've listened to quite a lot of uh, quite a lot of Doctor Who podcasts. Nerd. All been good. And uh, <laughs> yeah, good. And we're actually we're actually launching a podcast with Cutaway Comics. So oh, I'm going to be host. I'm going to be hosting a podcast. Um, wow! Well, you've so learned we've just, we've just we've just lined up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've just lined up loads of loads of guests. Um, wow. Interview. It's basically a sort of desert island discs, but for Doctor Who. So you have to pick your five. So it's 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 basically very very nerdy, but uh, <laughs> right. very very Doctor <laughs> Who focused. But it's going to be fun. Okay. It's going to be fun. And here begins the Ian Winterton podcast empire. <laughs> as soon as you've got more than one podcast that's it oh, you know, no. the dam is broken no this is your podcast now. <laughs> oh, oh, bless you Ian uh, well on that note then let's move on to this week's chosen topic so this is uh, our return to our occasional strand of questions of horror and the question is is it horror uh, this came out of a, a discussion that the four of us had on the uh, facebook messenger just around whether or not certain films were horror films or not um and ian suggested why don't we pick three specific examples of a, a movie that might be considered horror in some aspects but not in others and we'll just talk about it um the movies we've chosen are i'll start with the earliest film but it's also the least likely title to be discussed on a horror podcast mm -hmm. the poseidon adventure <laughs> Um, which I mentioned mainly because I think it's scary um, mm -hmm. and then we're going to move that's from 1972 then we're going to move on to 1975's Jaws Yay. Yay. Um, <laughs> super and we're finally going to um, talk about Aliens from 1986 um, now Ian has taken Poseidon Adventure uh, yeah that's right isn't it Ian's done Poseidon Adventure Stella's done uh, aliens, Kirsty's done Jaws. I've seen them all um, mm -hmm. <laughs> multiple times, and we, we should just be able to discuss them in general. So let's uh, start I, with. I, go on, Kirsty. This this description of done. I, I mean, I've not yeah. done an awful what do you mean, lot. What do you mean? Done? <laughs> <laughs> you have assigned us responsibility yeah. for the discussion of a film, but I haven't really done anything other than a lot okay. of marking over the last. Um, 
So just, I want to just lower expectations for the listeners about what I'm <laughs> contributing. Okay, sure. <laughs> it's like oh, Dana you. said, you've been given these films and there will be a test. And the results of the test will be disseminated to the internet for the whole planet. <laughs> Listen to it. Oh, God. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, let's just say that I know that you've all expended brain cells at a certain point on these films whether those brain yeah. cells are still alive now and you're able to call on them um that <laughs> is what we will discover we are um, going to as find we out. go along so let's you guys have all had the... the opposite opposite week to me haven't you i've literally been yeah. blissed out breathing in paint fumes listening to podcasts yeah. <laughs> and it's been great and you guys are working like bastards Stop <laughs> rubbing it in, Ian. Right, bastards. Literally just yeah. painting up and down, painty, painty. My brain. Yeah, you missed a bit. Yeah, <laughs> been like the nearest I get to Buddhism. <laughs> wow. Well, we'll, right. we'll we'll all have our moment. Yeah. The Zen moment is coming for all of us, I'm sure. But this week it's just Ian who's got that pleasure. <laughs> I'm 
So, Stella, yes, you watch the Poseidon Adventure again. It kind of supports my, my own personal semi-belief that, that disaster movies are, are horror movies because I find them frightening, particularly in this example. But you watched it again, having not seen it for a long time, mm. but remembering being frightened by it. Um, how did you find it? It was it was longer than I remembered, which made me think, how did I sit and watch sit through all that when I was a kid? And the answer to that is, I reckon I first watched it when I was a kid on one of those days where you were home from school sick. So I was just on the sofa and the Poseidon adventure was on. So I watched mm. all of it. I remember, I think, you, you know, when you put, you put memories in your head that weren't really there. So I think I put bits in the film that weren't really there or I put in... Because there's so many parodies and spoofs of it, isn't there? Like there's one in The Simpsons and, and stuff that mm. I'd probably put them in the film as well. But the <laughs> bit where the boat tips and they're all in the in the um, the ballroom, in my head, that sequence was really long, really, really long. But when I watched it, oh, what, last weekend I watched it, and it's about five minutes, if that. It's really, mm. really short when the boat mm-hmm. tips. And yeah, I thought yeah. that went on for ages because in, in my child's mind... The bit where everyone's falling and being injured and being squashed by things and the fella falls from the floor into the glass roof and, and all that kind of stuff. That was a really long protracted scene and it and it really stuck with me and it really bothered me. And I think I would apply the same idea to the Towering Inferno, which we're not really going to talk about, but it's, it's the idea of being trapped Mm. That bo- that really bothered me when I was a kid because you've got all these set pieces of they're going to get through this bit and then they'll go over this obstacle and this obstacle and they're kind of losing a person as they go every time. Mm. But it's that, and I'm not a claustrophobic person, but just the idea of it was being trapped that really that stuck in my head as a kid and the visuals of everybody being physically hurt in yeah. in the tipping sequence. Mm. Um, and I'd also forgot that what's he called um, from. Was it Leslie Nielsen? Leslie Nielsen, I'd forgot he was yeah. in it playing the captain. I know it's so weird like, as well, isn't it? It's like yeah. I know he's not meant to be funny, but I was sat here last weekend watching the Poseidon Adventure, and I was just howling, laughing at him just because of his voice. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it? this really—it's really not funny. It's, really well, it's also because he's in the airplane, which is a spoof. Which is of a, all yeah, these a spoof disaster. Yeah. Well, this is the reason why he's in airplane. It was the weird right. link which moved him from <laughs> serious actor to comedy yeah. actor. But I think that's the problem, isn't it, for us as at the age that we are, is that mm-hmm. there's just no way that you can ever see him in a film and not just and find not, it, yeah, really weird. Not laugh. Really, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just not laugh at him. He's just. I think he's just in. Is he's just become that comedy figure, and when he's trying to be serious and telling people to to turn about or whatever it is they were doing, and I'm sat there. Yeah, going, <laughs> I'm right. I was oh, waiting. Leslie. I was waiting for the silly joke. Or, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like it'd but be I, like seeing Steve Martin in a serious film. It'd be like. Yeah. But mm-hmm. on, a, on a rewatch, and I, I, I would guess I've not seen it for 30 years, it was really, really, really enjoyable. And uh, all of those set pieces are fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. It's brilliantly made, yeah. isn't so it? So I, I rewatched it, same as you, Stella, and I was absolutely... I was expecting to be a bit bored. So me too. I don't know me why, too. but I was absolutely gripped. Uh, mm. And I was like, all the stuff you don't realise when you were a kid. Like, oh my god, all the religious stuff and the, mm. and all the characters were brilliant and the just the engine of the story. God, it was. A, it, I mean, yeah. I guess I guess there's a reason 
why it's lasted the test of time and gets yes. shown so often because mm. it is a sort of movie that if you turn if you're watching it if you if you turn on tv and it's on you just kind of end up what yeah <laughs> you're just you're just yeah. Yeah, even though you're it's 50 years in. old nearly 50 years yeah. old God. I think that there's there's also the kind of the interesting the way that the title affects I think the way in which we we think or the kind of film we think it's going to be and we feel, you know that's a mm. Poseidon adventure it's like oh it's you know it's thrilling and you know whatever and I think for when I first saw it I just wasn't expecting it and I think this is you know the, the answer to the question for me is it horror is yes it is because how it's not you know it's very similar to a kind of haunted house narrative but obviously we don't you know we don't have um it's not they're not monsters but you know you've got a confined space as, as Stella said mm. and characters are moving through they're being picked off one by one by very you know various yeah. kind of things lots of people suffer horrible deaths yeah. Um, and ultimately, it's the kind of the, the, the you know the kind of goodies who make it through the people who you feel as an audience are you know kind of are worthy of surviving this ordeal. Well, well in in um, a way though, but it's um, but it also is really good because well, I disagree there because it, it actually kills some lots of good people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. but then yeah, yeah. that's what horror does, though, right? It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But feel I, like but it's I don't, a, I don't it's think a it's. I don't, we're not talking about Jurassic Park, but one of the things I always didn't like about Jurassic Park, I like lots of things about Jurassic Park, is it really killed people that deserve to be killed all the way through mm. it. And Poseidon yeah. Adventure is 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 brilliant at killing innocent people and it kills yeah. people you really like. I mean, yeah. and it made me realise, oh my God, there's a reason. Because when I was just talking, I was talking to Kelly, my wife, before I, had, I said, oh, I've got to watch this for the podcast. And she was like, and she she just came out with all these different scenes. And I, I was like, oh, and, and I can remember all this. And none of us had watched it since it was on TV mm. in our childhood. Mm. And mm. and how much it affected us, the claustrophobia. Mm. And, mm. and you know, and um, uh, and when, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Shirley MacLaine. It's Shirley, Shirley MacLaine, Wint- isn't it? Shirley Winters. Shirley Winters, Shirley, Shirley MacLaine. Almost, almost right. Yeah, when Shirley Winters dies. Shirley Winters. <laughs> Ernie Shelley. Winters. Shirley. Shirley. Shirley Winters. Shirley, you can't be serious. But uh, that's a callback. That's what it is. Shirley. Yeah. That's Bernie Winters' wife, wasn't it? That's why she wasn't wearing an emu. Um, <laughs> Gone over my head. Oh, can't you? I laughed at that. You don't know who Bernie Winters is? <laughs> no. No, he's Bernie Winters' horror. Okay, is it hard? You need to Google Bernie Winters because I think he's a a sort of um, in the tradition of the lycanthrope, but he's half 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 man, half emu. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) my God, that sounds terrifying. Not right, okay. Um, Not right. Um, okay. So anyway, I don't know how I we're gonna. Well, when when, when Shelley Winters died, I remember so clearly. The paranoia of the swimming, yeah. People being mean about her because she was fat. Mm. I remember feeling that was horrible, and people going, "I'm not going." I just remember the woman going, "I'm not going after. I'm not going after fat ass," and I just remember <laughs> that so clearly. And then when then she's so lovely and she's so brave, and then she died. Yeah. Then I she remember dies, that. That yeah. as a kid, you're just like, <clears throat> "What am I being allowed yeah. to watch?" I watched that scene like half an hour ago, and that's mm. so so awful the fact that she does the heroic deed yeah. but then dies afterwards yeah yeah, yeah. Um, unrelatedly really um, or, well related well, by the exertion but as a story but, it, th- it feeds into you know 
the uh, Gene Hackman character basically being tested. It's a big test mm-hmm. of his faith. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. she does all the right things and then God gives her a heart attack and uh, yeah. kills her anyway. And yeah, and, and but for some reason I could, I, I hadn't remembered, Gene Hackman's sort of Christ, Christ-like thing at the end. Yeah. I, I somehow I didn't remember that, but um, that's quite, that's quite, that's quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty amazing as well. I mean, God, it's so good. Yeah. Um, let's just talk about the, the generic placement of it for a minute then. So, Kirsty, you said that, that you'd agree that it's horror, for, and I agree with your reasons. Um, I, I, I'd also say that with disaster movies in general, I know that mm. all of them aren't like this, but the reason I, I kind of edge towards calling disaster movies horror um, it are, you know, they, they tend not to have a, a human villain. So if the, if it was an action yeah. movie or a thriller, you know there'd be human villains who can be overcome. But it's like the the villain in a disaster movie is normally like an elemental force, whether it's an avalanche or something, mm-hmm. something that's effectively superhuman, um, mm. and the the story is about surviving it rather than beating it. I think that's quite horrorish. Yeah. Um, yeah. With Poseidon they... Adventures specifically as well, um, I think I'll just come to you in a second. Ian. Uh, you know, I can understand that the, the kind of both action movies and disaster movies belong to like the genre of spectacle. Mm-hmm. But with Poseidon Adventure, for instance, there isn't a lot of spectacle in it. I think it looks mm. amazing, mm. but you know, if it was if it was a spectacle or a blockbuster action movie, you I think you'd see a lot more shots of the ship in the sea you'd see mm. a bit more wide shots of like the amazing because the, the whole point of the film is that the ship capsizes so all the sets are upside down and and you'd expect like a couple of cool like wide shots or or tracking shots through the sets to make you go wow that looks amazing there's nothing like that you, you never really get a sense of the design of the ship you see it almost from the point of view of the characters in it it, it, to them Mm. it's just like a nightmare that they're trapped in um Mm. uh and and yeah and so those two things i think mean it's not really aligned with the genre of spectacle um Mm. or action as yeah you just reminded me of the you just reminded me of the descent one of my um yeah, one of my many podcasts I've listened to, I've been listening to lots of Jed Shepherds, which, you know, um, which for some reason I hadn't listened to before. So I listened to the one with Stephen Volk that sort of ended up leading to a host. But then one, mm-hmm. of, the, one of them was with Neil Marshall, my nemesis. And um, <laughs> but, uh, but just talking about Bang. the whole, just talking about the whole, Bang. you know, Bang. about how amazing, <laughs> amazing Descent was. Um, and it mm. is amazing, but yeah, but the, it, that that's one of the reasons Poseidon Adventure works is because mm. you don't get to see outside. It is from the point of view of you're trapped in the ship, and actually, a ship is loads mm. of tiny claustrophobic corridors. Mm. <laughs> well, with that, with that in mind, then, because you, Dan, you said you know it's, it doesn't have the spectacle. Who's, mm. There is a remake of it, right? It, yes. it, it does that have spectacle. I haven't seen it. I've, I've, re- I've reviewed it when it came out, and you know what? I I can't. You didn't like it. <laughs> I can remember so little about it. But you know what? I do remember thinking there's lots of CGI and lots of sweeping shots. Right. So they put that in. Vergie from the Flat Black Eyed Peas <laughs> is in it, and then I literally right. can't remember anything else other no. than 
when the boat turns over, it looks like a whole bunch of CGI. Oh dear. Right. Boat. Um, but I, I really can't remember. Did... I mean, it was 15 years ago or whatever. I can't I watched remember anything the first... else about it. I watched the first five minutes of it when it was on telly and obviously that's before the ship turns over and everything but just the way they were filming the ship on a normal day it was sweeping aerial shots yeah it was it was spectacle you yeah. know but i not- mean it's post james cameron's titanic <coughs> you know isn't it i think and mm. that's a movie that is a disaster movie but is also clearly going for the spectacle Sorry, Kirsty, mm. you you're gonna say. Yeah, no, I was I just wanted to kinda of come back to that idea about, you know, disaster movies as horror. And and the thing for me that I think differentiates you know, is it for me is the deciding thing, is whether or not um whether or not the, the the disaster feels like it's a you know, a thing that could happen. So for me the reason why Poseidon Adventure is clearly horror is because within the context of the film it all feels very kind of believable mm. that this, you know, this cruise ship could, you know, mm. go down, and that would be horrible for the people who were trapped on board. Um, whereas, if you take, I mean, I know it's not a good example of the genre, but it, the, you know, the other end of something like 2012 or whatever, Moonfall or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, it's the going for, yeah. Spoilers, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just the moonfall. <laughs> the moonfalls. <laughs> but, you know, when they're kind of going for just ridiculous big spectacle, and there's no sense that. Yeah. Actually, that that you know the kind of representation of the end of the world or whatever happens, the, the disaster is just so clearly in the realms of fantasy. It like yeah. it ceases to become horrific because you you know it's really difficult to put, put yourself in yeah. that situation. The so, idea isn't yeah, scary yeah. because the idea yeah, yeah. is nonsense. Yeah, 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 exactly. So as if the as long as the disaster, like you know, again, it's been years since I've seen Towering Inferno, but. You know, we unfortunately have recent precedents of you know where yeah. that is clearly a thing that people have had to deal with and yeah. with horrific mm. consequences. So mm. you know, the kind of the horrorness of that just seems more readily apparent because it's more clearly based in the real world and things that could happen and yeah. have happened. You could be trapped in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I, I remember going over to France, and it was proper. I've never been in a storm like it. It was proper people falling over, vomiting. I mean, the vomit. There's literally everyone uh. vomiting everywhere. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> but but it was A, the Poseidon adventure, but also, I mean, also the real life Herald of Free Enterprise hadn't been too long. Right. So, yeah. so the news reports of that had felt, I don't think they, my parents sent to that, stop me listening that, to anything. That was Her- the ship that capsized in the channel, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Herald yeah. of Free Enterprise. And the news reports of that, of people falling to their deaths down corridors. Uh, which was you know uh, and, then, and then when you're there as a you know probably uh, maybe i was 12 13 and mm. the poseidon adventure and bernie winters's wife or whatever her name is um swimming <laughs> <laughs> shelly shelly winters um shelly winters death was there i remember now we're talking about it now i remember that was in my head that having to swim and i think about actually i was saying this to my wife the other day every time i swim go swimming and swim underwater and hold my breath i have if 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 i was in the poseidon adventure could i get to the other side and um because you have to and i realize that's one of those little things that's in your head and it's always there in my head every single time i swim underwater wow which is which is is kind of a bit like you know the if if it you know a bit like we you know we'll come on to talk about jaws but it's a bit like every time Mm. you're every time you're in the ocean there's a... there's a segue there, isn't there? Yes, <laughs> and I, I I think we should we should take that on. 
So it sounds like we're we're um, leaning towards we think the Poseidon adventure is horror. Well, I was about Anybody? to say. I, well, yeah. I was about to say it's 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 almost like that's why I'd say to the dissenting voice for a change. I'd say um, <laughs> that's probably why the the phrase disaster movie exists because I think it's quite a specific thing. Mm. I think it'd be weird if this was in the horror movie section. <laughs> Mm. Is oh, it horror? Yeah. But, 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 but mm. I do. But I do agree. There are so many of the, the tick box of what is horror. And one thing, I wouldn't be able to go through every single, every single horror movie, uh, disaster movie. But Towering Inferno and Poseidon have one of the components of a horror movie, which is ever well, what they call monster in the house and the save the cat mm. sort of screenwriting yeah. bollocks. Oh yeah, I saw the cat being saved. Yeah. yeah. Is I mean, a- alien, alien fits into this as well. Not aliens, an alien, but also aliens. This is that you have to have a sin. You have to have a human making sinning, and then everyone dies because. So it's not just a Poseidon adventure. Isn't just water. It's because it's somebody's fault. They very, you know, they make yeah. a big deal of establishing. Mm-hmm. You know, this yeah. the modern version of the engineer and the Titanic. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. At the beginning, and the Towering Inferno similarly has got yeah. has got a sort of because um, it was us talking about the Towering Inferno and aliens as having the same shape that sort of led to this this yeah. this podcast was they have a sort of Burke character in Towering Inferno. You know, mm-hmm. have rich what I call what my son I call my son my son's going to be a such an anti capitalist because we go he's a money man he's a baddie because that is like such a repeated trope. In yep. the movies we watch, especially the dinosaur movies like Jurassic Park, yeah. if he's a money man, then he's a baddie and he's going to get eaten by the T-Rex <laughs> on the toilet <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and and, and okay, every, so, every disaster movie has that. So yeah. It's, uh, and like I say, you know, uh, they don't have human villains, but they have kind of human sub-villains. Yeah, people some, who, who cause the, the, yeah. the disaster to yeah, begin. Somebody's, um, let, somebody's let the monster in, in this case, the ocean. <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, let's use that segue then back to where we're going to because of course the monster in jaws uh, the or the human villain who, who makes everything worse is again mm-hmm. the money man the mayor yeah, um, the mayor. there is a creature alive today who has survived millions of years of evolution without change without passion and without logic It lives to kill. A mindless eating machine. It will attack and devour anything. It is as if God created the devil and gave him jaws. This is Universal's extraordinary motion picture version of Peter Benchley's best-selling novel, Jaws. I just found out that a girl got killed here last week. And you knew it. You knew there was a shark out there. You knew it was dangerous. But you let people go swimming anyway. Did you see that? 
barracuda. Everybody says, huh? What? You yelled shark. We've got a panic on our hands on the 4th of July. Is it true that most people get attacked by sharks in three feet of water, about 10 feet from the beach? Yeah. What we are dealing with here is a perfect engine, uh, an eating machine. We're not only going to have to close the beach, we're going to have to hire somebody to kill the shark. Bad fish. But I'll catch him and kill him. Did you hear your father out of the water now? This shark, swallow you whole. You're going to need a bigger boat. That's a 20-footer. 25. Three tons of them. He's coming straight for us. Don't screw it up now. Don't wait for me. Now! Shoot! None of man's fantasies of evil can compare with the reality of Jaws. Roy Scheider. Robert Shaw. Richard Dreyfus. Jaws. See it before you go swimming. So, 1975 Jaws, uh, the, yeah. the movie that really gave us Steven Spielberg. Um, some people would consider it an adventure movie. Uh, again, I think it's a horror movie. But, Kirsty, what do you think? Um, I Here's the thing. I, I was a bit more convinced with Poseidon about being a horror movie, whereas I'm a little bit more on the fence, I think, with Jaws. I think Jaws clearly has horrific elements and um like my daughter who is 10 but what but she's sort of started to get into movies when she was sort of six or seven and one of the ones that she you know kind of very early on get, obviously because there'd been discussions at school was jaws can we watch can we watch jaws and i was like mm. oh i'm not i'm not sure you're ready for it mm. um and she's like no 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 i am so the, well, i think when i first attempted <laughs> it with her um she was nine I think, and we got as far as the boy on the beach, or right. the boy in the water. That's the worst um, bit. And then we mm. just ha- she could not mm. continue. Um, so I think like the first I'm blown away by that dog is Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, oh my god, yeah. Just... So I think the kind of you know the, the beginning of it is clearly kind of horror, isn't mm-hmm. it? Young people taking drugs and doing things they shouldn't, <laughs> and then you know. Dying, skinny, skinny dipping. Skinny, skinny whore archetypes going into um outrageous. Yeah, so that's clearly kind of very horror esque. Um, Mm. and I think the, you know, every time we kind of we have the sequences for the shark and this from the shark's point of view, it feels very stalky and slashery and you know kind of in that kind of territory. Um, the lurking presence, which is kind of very horrific. But on the whole, you know, I think the kind of the success of the film is more for me about the kind of interaction between the characters. Mm. Um, you know, with uh, you know, Quinton Richard Dreyfus or whatever on the boats. Yeah, I agree, I agree. That that's you know, what makes so, it great. Yeah, yeah. That's what makes it kind of interesting and compelling film is about these three three men as they set out and you know the kind of the worlds and the relationships that they leave behind. Mm. Um and the you know kind of quest to protect societies i don't for me i don't you know i know that lots of people feel very strongly that jaws absolutely is a horror film um mm. but for me it just can't, it like it it starts as a horror and it kind of ends as a horror but the middle is kind of not horror mm. generally. Yeah, okay i mean me i 
I, I agree um, with your statements about the characters making it special, but yeah. I think it's absolutely true. But I don't think that stops it from being horror. I no, think. Uh, that, yeah. Okay. I think. Um, I think the horror genre has plenty of other examples of characters you like hanging out with, as well as it being a horror film. Yeah. I mean, mm. don't think. I mean, I'm still. I think it's sort of built in. It's got the same shape as a horror movie in lots of ways, um, and it is definitely a monster in. It's a monster in the house, mm. and it's yeah. you know it's a killer shark, and it makes you. And it's got you know it's got jump scares that yeah. m- most horror films would kill for. Um, yeah. I think what it is, it's. I think it's because it's. A, I mean, is it a PG? Yours? Yes. Yeah. I, think, I think it's the one everyone's the most surprised. It's a PG. Mm. Like everyone mm. who's, you know, I remember when I was going, oh, I'll just watch Jaws with the kids, and my wife went mental. And, uh, <laughs> and I went, it's PG. <laughs> so, you know, what you yeah. say, it's, it's the same as arachnophobia. <laughs> which, well, which, is def- which is definitely a horror film, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> watching arachnophobia it. and shitting my pants. Because I don't <laughs> like spiders. I remember <laughs> trying to watch arachnophobia at the cinema. And going after ten minutes, get me out, get me out! <laughs> and my brother had to take me home. The thing for me is, if if Jaws was actually not, if it was called, I don't know, Beak or Beaks, <laughs> uh, if it was about octopuses, then we'd be having a very different conversation about whether or not it was a horror movie because it absolutely fucking would be. Suddenly, yeah, much more Lovecraftian. Suddenly, well, no, no, yeah. I just I just hate octopus. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't like them either. I think I'm not no. frightened of them, but I think they're they're no. just in the weird, and I want nothing to do with them. Box. Not, yeah, no, do you I, know what? I'm, I'm not, not watching. Um, I remember being slightly freaked out by a documentary about a deep sea octopus, and it was a man wrestling the... wrestling. Oh. It, it was it, wrestling with a giant octopus, and mm-hmm. it was quite horrible to watch he was sort of having a he was, this is real it's not a yeah. movie it was a documentary yeah. it was a diver and it was just black everywhere and it was a massive octopus just basically right, ripping yes. him and then he said and then he said he's got a bit too <laughs> i don't think he's playing anymore and the narration was like they had to come in and intervene because it's almost yeah. like the octopus had stopped playing with him and was about to kill him and it was massive right. and actually maybe looking at kirsty's kirsty's face Kirsty looks absolutely <laughs> traumatized. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is the monster movie that hasn't been made yet. We've had alligators, oh. we've had piranhas, we've had I will sharks. Not. No, I, can't even, I, I struggle. I struggle with Finding Nemo two or whatever it's called. <laughs> Finding Dory. <laughs> not seen that what about no, Twenty Thousand no. Leagues Under the Sea with a squid? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. That's definitely a I horror if sequence. This is a common common phobia because that would be brilliant. Octopuses. Mm. I'm I'm really shocked that the asylum has not done ten million of them. I mean, isn't there a movie called Shark to Boss? Oh yeah, no, there is. I've not I've yeah. not seen it. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> I'm sure it looks like crap. Um, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I, who, who did I just talk over then? Sorry, was it Stella or Ian? I think. I don't know. But if it's me, well, then that's you... fair game. Because. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. On, on that note, with Jaws, then I uh, we seem like we're a bit more on the fence with it being horror. I still think it is. I'd, I'd, um, I'd be more likely to say it was horror than *Side Adventure*. 
As in, oh, Side I... Adventure is clearly a disaster movie, whereas Jaws is a monster movie. But well, Jaws which is, which has is a more monster. Into the, which, which edges more into the horror, in my brain. And it, and it has gore, into... and it, it has a head with its eyeball ripped out in it and stuff like that. Oh, right, okay, and, all right, all right. And jump scares, <laughs> and jump scares like amazing yeah. amounts of jump scares. And, well, I, mean, I mean, I guess a bit like the Poseidon Adventure, I have literally thought about Jaws every time I've got in the ocean. Or even a swimming pool, as a kid. Yeah, I haven't. Not, I don't get yeah. in the ocean. I just you, don't get in the sea. What? Because of Jaws? Because of everything in the sea. <laughs> everything in the sea. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. All of it. The cage. No. Nope. <laughs> I won't get in the sea. Well, I, but no. I, my my biggest Jaws, freaking me out and ruining a good time was in Jamaica. I was swimming. And I was singing that pixie song. I was swimming in the Caribbean and I was literally living my best life over a shallow coral, shallow coral reef. And this wasn't just Jaws, because I'd also seen a documentary with David Attenborough and it showed they had some they had some meat and and they were in the duck and they, they basically showed they were in the edge of the reef in the documentary and then the ocean disappearing away into the darkness and they had this mm. meat hanging there and this great white just came out really really fast out of nowhere and took the meat and then they said and this was speeded up a hundred times so i watched that probably month for whatever for and then obviously i was swimming this thing every time i saw a gray fish out of the corner of my eye ruined my vibe and i was suddenly (laughs) going shit it's a shark no it's not a shark it's a beautiful fish and i was swimming and then i suddenly got caught in a bit of water you know it started pushing me over and i suddenly went off the edge and i was in deep ocean suddenly so i had jaws out in this documentary oh, how fast the great white comes up at the edge of reefs for anything that's goes <laughs> over the edge and it totally <laughs> and even though it was, it was beautiful i had to swim in panic back to the shore oh yeah and it was I would panic you know, like mad in that situation you know and it's just and I've never, I've never seen a shark in real life. I know people that have. It's just like mm. I just can't imagine how scary that must be, just how mm. fast they can move. And then, but just, it's just, it's just, just that idea of something <laughs> underneath your feet when you're swimming. Exactly. You yeah. Pull down just, it. Just, anyway. just, mm. Don't get. So I like your consistency. Um, I think we've established that you are the chief Brody of this podcast. <laughs> I, I'm reminded I'm, uh, of the line from Jaws. Um, uh, it doesn't make much sense for a man who hates the sea to live on an island. And jo- and Brody says it's only an island if you look at it from the water. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's true. Uh, on that note, um, as it's brought us to Stella, that's beautiful. Let's talk about aliens for the last 10, 15 <laughs> minutes of this podcast. Just tell me one thing, Burke. You're going out there to destroy them, right? Not to study, not to bring back but to wipe them out. That's the plan. All right, people, on the ready line. Are you me? Yeah! Are you me? Yeah! Are you me? Yeah! Are you me? Are you me? Are you
Movement. Talk to me, Hudson. Uh, I got signals. I got readings in front and behind. There's nothing back here. Look, I'm telling you, there's something moving and it ain't us. Get them out of there. Aliens from 1986, James Cameron's sequel to Alien. Is it a, a sci-fi movie, an action movie, a horror movie, a bit of all three? I think it's an, a horror film with lots of guns in it. I nearly said action movie, but that was a Freudian slip. Stella, what, do you, what would you like oh, to say about it? Aliens? Well, I... yes, indeed. It was a blur, in... wasn't it, Stella? Because you would drink loads of tequila. Well, I was going to say, in the... Um... <laughs> In the effort to be as transparent with our listeners as we can, I always feel that we should be honest. I posed to my husband the other week because we we're going to be doing this. I was like, oh, I need to watch a couple of films for the podcast. We can watch Poseidon Adventure or Aliens. And I said, you choose. And he said, uh, Aliens. Is that right? Great. So I'll watch Aliens. And then uh, we eventually got around to putting the film on and it was quite late. And I had been at the wine and Aliens is quite long. So after the wine, <laughs> I put in the tequila and uh, it's a bit fuzzy. I remember it, <laughs> there was lots of corridors. There was <laughs> lots of Ripley going and <laughs> shaking her head at people. There right. was... Uh, oh, there's also an eye roll there that obviously... Because she was just disappointed in the news, that's what it was. <laughs> Probably, and, and rightly so. There was lots of guns, there was lots of people firing, not in short controlled bursts, people firing their machine guns all no. over the place. And um, I, <laughs> I remember saying, I do remember saying to Owen, oh, I've seen this loads of times before. Well, I don't know why I needed to rewatch it, and clearly I rewatched it, and I don't really remember much of it. But just... <laughs> I would say, from, from all of my past memories and two weeks ago's drunken memory, I would say. It is firmly a horror sci-fi. Okay, firmly. Um, firmly. Well, okay. With a bit of action. Uh, yeah, where does, does action not factor into it then? Well, um, I mean, sh- surely there's... Uh, I don't I mean, know. Uh, I think, it's, <laughs> I, I, I think it, it, you could show it to an action movie fan who likes gun shooting and they'll get gun shooting. Yeah. But at the same time... Uh, um, uh, well, Ian was um, mentioning in in the messaging, to what extent is a film horror or another genre? And I think uh, one way to work it out is that you you remove the genre element. Does the film still stand up as a story? So for Jaws, for instance, if you take the shark out of it, and it's just a movie about at the beach. Qu- well, they wouldn't. Well, for a start, Quinton and the other two would never get on the same boat and never talk to each other. Mm-hmm. They'd, they'd just be pushed into that situation. With aliens, yeah, it's it's a movie about soldiers on a mission, essentially. But they're 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 going to go up against that. Um, their their mission is to save a colony from this horrific 
alien creature which has a horrific lifestyle loads of innocent people have died um, and you could take the soldiers out of it and the guns and the story would still work as in just some people going up against this hideous alien I know it, it would, would be still alien work. 3 though and that's shit yeah, well, no, it would be Alien 1, because that was Alien 1. Oh, yeah, um, I know. You know, so so I, that's that's why I would argue that it, it's horror. I mean, a lot of it, for my personal taste, comes down to, am I frightened by this mm. or not? Well, um, I was going to say, I'm, of... not, I, I'm not frightened by aliens at all, because they're okay. not real. And, well, I and, wasn't and frightened by I really by am aliens. scared by drowning and sharks. yeah. Mm. But with Aliens, mm. I think I, I first watched it when I was about 18, 19. Mm-hmm. So I, I, be it, it being an alien, it wasn't going to frighten me at that age. If I'd have watched it when I was a kid, mm. I'm sure it would have done. And it might have held a similar place mm-hmm. like Poseidon Adventure and Jaws. Yeah, yeah. I, I did see them when I was a kid. But because I watched it and I was quite old, it was just like aliens and, and, and guns and, and rather than yeah. rather than it being scary so I think yeah. with, with I think an overriding theme of all of these for me anyway how I feel about them and my reaction to them a lot of that depends on how old I was when I mm. saw it because when yeah. I saw Jaws as a kid I shat myself of course I did everybody did you don't want to do that because <laughs> yeah. that's they no. smell that and come and get you yeah, <laughs> but I, I don't go in the sea though, do I? So it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Come onto your sofa. The, beach, <laughs> it, the beaches are just lined with sharks who can smell Stella. But uh, uh, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> Am I also? It's a bit personal. I do apologise, Stella. <laughs> There's also this is another reason why I don't like octopuses. They they can come out of the ocean and come and get you. Oh, some of them, yeah. That were those ones that. <laughs> (laughs) But I, but I will, I will say about Aliens anyway, is <coughs> is even though it is one of my favourite films, so mm. not being scared of the aliens doesn't mean that I don't think it's an amazing film. But also, I feel like I have to ask this question though, I mean we're on a horror podcast and this is about episode 76, am I the only person in the group who's capable of being frightened by something that's made up? Because I think that kind of applies uh-huh. to lots no, no, of films. Uh-huh. Well, we believe what it is, Dan, is I don't know about you, but I believe in a lot of things. That's <laughs> <laughs> not true. So, so uh, you know, I'm terrified by The Exorcist. I'm terrified by American Werewolf in London. Yeah, just not terrified by Alien. Okay, words. but it's but the reason can't be that it's because you know it's not real. No, it no. must be something else. No, 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 no. I'm a completely no. rational being. Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> I mean, I, no, no, I, but but I absolutely love Aliens, but I think I really do love it on a action. The the suspense comes mm. from you don't want to see other people. You know, oh my God, they're mm. going to get hurt, they're going to get killed. Mm. I and and there are obviously there are obviously the horror elements, chest bursting and all that sort of stuff. But they're more hangovers from Alien, which is a horror film. 
Alien. Which is scary. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, I, and, and it's weird yeah. because, I, yeah, because because I find I find Alien scary. So yeah, so you're right to to push at that sort of thing because because it's not I don't I find Alien scary and I and I still don't believe in xenomorphs when I'm watching that either. So right. so there must be mm. something in the tone and the vibe mm. um, of of you know and the filmmaking. You... Well, uh, yeah, they clearly um, angled it towards away from horror because Cameron stated that he thought Ridley Scott had done that perfectly and he couldn't top it. So that's why yeah, it is doing, more of an action film. But doing Vietnam in space is, you know, <laughs> it's basically that... it's, it's got more in common with it's got more in common with Zulu or something. It's a load of people and a load of, and a marauding a marauding enemy. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're aliens, so it's you know, so it's more PC. Um, and... I also think Zulu's <laughs> quite frightening. Yeah, no, no, but it is. <laughs> it is, but it's also offensive because it's like a great, a great, you know, great, you know, like Black Hole Down or something. It's a great massive, great massive of people. Whereas this yeah. is this is this is aliens. Um, mm. A, we don't give a shit about aliens, and also. But also, they kind of act like a force of nature because that is one of the things about the alien, about the xenomorph, is they don't fuck each other over for a percentage. They, yeah, they, 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 you know, it could it could be flying Mm. sharks. Basically, they are they they do what they do. They're natural, Mm. and the humans are in that position because of human greed. So, so in some ways, it does fit. It does fit. Or to bring us back, well, it brings us back to the disaster movie, horror movie parallels, doesn't it? Because it's the the force of nature with the the human sub-villains, and, you know, it could be a wall of water, as in the Poseidon Adventure or whatever. So, um, okay, so I think to round that up then, I think discussing those three particular films, uh, we, we were fairly clear on the Poseidon Adventure being horror, so therefore that's a recommendation for horror fans who might not have thought they would want to watch the Poseidon yep. Adventure. Mm-hmm. Jaws is pretty horror-ish, I think. I think <laughs> we were split on that. Um, and Aliens, uh, uh, yeah, ang- angling more towards the sort of action sci-fi uh, realm, I, I, I think. Um, it's a bit like, would you, would, you, would, you, would you say Starship Troopers was a horror? You wouldn't, would you? No. And it's aliens is virtually the same, really. Um, a bit of chest bursting aside. I disagree because I think you care about the people in aliens, and you don't care about the people in Starship Trip. Starship Trip is a satire. You. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Um, I do. I care about Casper, whatever his face is, and uh, <laughs> Neil. <Neil's, laughs> Casper Van Dien. <laughs> That's him. Future yeah. Nazis have feelings too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neil Patrick Harris. I always care about Neil Patrick Harris. I mean, yeah, yeah even, even when he's in the Gestapo, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Especially no, no, then. No, 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 Neil Patrick Do you know what? Because he's been in Doctor Who, everyone's, everyone said he's coming up and he's in Doctor Who. I've realised how much I don't know who he is. I've heard this name. I've never watched How, to, how I Met Your Mother. I didn't realise he was Doogie Howser, and I also didn't realise he was in Starship Troopers. I'm right. a fucking idiot. He's also um, in this series of unfortunate events. And, oh, yeah, yeah, and I've seen that, and I didn't recognise him because of all the prosthetics. I literally, literally have had a Neil Patrick Harris blind spot, and now he's going to basically single-handedly revive Doctor Who. 
make it global. He's also in Gone Girl as a rather lovely cameo. Oh, Oh, I've yeah. seen that as well, but I didn't know who he was till he was in It's a Sin, and he was amazing. Is like, he in It's a Sin? I still haven't watched that, and I don't know. That's amazing. Uh, amazing. So, but, but I had yeah, no he's, idea he's in that, in... that was the first time I actually knew his name and recognised right. his face and knew wow. he was a person. So, you're like my mother. So, oh, is that a person who's famous and everyone on the planet knows? <laughs> Well, randomly on this podcast about Is It Horror, we end by talking about Neil Patrick Harris, <laughs> who is definitely not terrific. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Ian, Stella, Kirsty, thank you all so much. We have discussed three movies at the edge of the horror genre, and it's quite fun and interesting. I think we should return to the question of Is It Horror mm, and pick some, some other, other examples yeah. uh, in the future. Air Bear the movie. Just randomly pick them out of the... I think Stella has yeah. a suggestion. Uh, it's not a suggestion. It's just something right. I wanted to uh, to plug. So I mentioned okay. my, my friend's uh, forward in his book at the start. And I'd also like to say that my book is now published and is out yeah! and available Woo! to oh, yeah. buy. So All right. um, it's available uh, Amazon, Waterstones, wherever, or you can get it direct from Palgrave Macmillan. Spring of Nature, my book is out and it's there. So if anybody works in a college or a school or a university, please get it in your library and um, and and well, read it if you want, but at least get it in the library so that I can get some uh, Next time I'm a visiting sales. lecturer, I will... Uh... Next time I'm a visiting lecturer and they ask me, they always seem to ask you. Yeah, when you get it in the library. Kirsty, yeah. get it in the college. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, fantastic. I will yeah, put yeah. the link in the show notes as well. So, what's <laughs> the you. name of your book? Rethinking Horror in the New Is Economies of Television. <laughs> Rethinking Horror in the New Economies of Television. Is it Amazing. horror is going to be the follow up book? Yeah. Um, <laughs> One page. One page. No. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> one word. The first ever no. one word book. No, Everything you do, Stella, it. makes Unless history. I do it as a high <laughs> All right. Well, I think that brings us neatly to the end of the episode. Right. Thank you so much, everybody. Nice one. Thank and you. Dear listener, thank you for listening. We shall be back next month and possibly a few times in between. Who knows? When we're, we're not keeping any kind of tight schedule. At the moment, that's just the way we are rolling as it goes. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. coming out of your mouth. You did it, did it, did it, did it, well, well, you know what? And it's a, it's a non-edit point, isn't it? We'll leave that it one is. in. Um, non-edit point. Thank you, everybody. This has been so much fun. Thanks, man. Next out. time. I'm just gathering yeah, just, yeah, <laughs> just going on. They're just fading away. Out. Yeah. 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 Still going. This is like a shout out. They haven't shut up yet. This is what happens when podcasters haven't podcasted for a bit. Yeah. Okay. Fade out on the first cackle. Bye. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. You have been listening to And Now the Podcast Starts. Produced and released by Ambidextrous Solutions Limited. Presented by. Kirsty Warrow, Ian Winterton, T.D. Velasquez, and Stella Gaynor. Special thanks to Greg Hume for our original theme music and to Brian Gorman for our original artwork. All dialogue and music clips from films, TV shows, and trailers are used for the purposes of criticism. In the spirit of fair dealing as defined in UK law and fair use as defined in US law. 
no copyright infringement is intended. Please visit our home on the web, www.andnowpodcast.com, for more content and contact details. Or visit our Facebook pages, at AndNowPod or at LeeCushingPod. Follow us on Twitter, at AndNowPodcast or at LeeCushingPodcast. If you'd like to donate to us, please visit Patreon.com forward slash AndNowPodcast. And now, the podcast stops.